everyone. Welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've never met a taco I didn't like. Actually, there is one taco place that I did have a very bad taco experience at, and that place will go unmentioned until those weird zombie kids that sing the Bob Hamilton plumbing jingle tell me that it's the right time for me to taco about it. Today, we'll review another great place in Kansas City to get tacos. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. Let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. Here on Taco the Town, we won't stop until we've eaten every taco in the town. This week's taco destination is Spokes Cafe and Cyclery. That's right, we're eating tacos at a bike shop located at 1200 Washington Street, Suite B, Kansas City, Missouri, 64105, located in the Quality Hill neighborhood of downtown Kansas City, one of my favorite neighborhoods of Kansas City. Situated within 14 blocks of the Missouri River, Quality Hill is the oldest established residential area in the Kansas City metropolitan area to remain continuously inhabited. Other famous visitors to Quality Hill, Lewis and Clark, heard of them, and Francois Choteau the French explorer, trapper, and founder of Kansas City. On the northwest corner of 11th and Washington, not too far from here, a French missionary church was built in the early 18th century, and it was the oldest structure known to have been built by Europeans in the region. There's another spokes location at 929 Walnut Street, Kansas City, Missouri, but today we are at the Washington Street location. Their cafe hours are Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Saturday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. The kitchen closes one hour before the bar. There's a bike mechanic on duty Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. There are drop-offs and pickups during all cafe hours. The casual creative fair at Spokes Full Service Cafe will make it your first stop downtown in the morning and your last stop at night. Local artisanal roasted coffees, espressos, and smoothies, along with fresh-made breakfast sandwiches, burritos. Wait, nobody told me this place had burritos. Oh, I'm going to have to talk to somebody. And pastries are the perfect start to the day. Gourmet melts. Classic sandwiches, salads, and wraps are the daily fare for lunch, and in the evening, enjoy their full cafe menu along with small plates, surprising bar snacks, and your choice of dozens of craft beers, wines, and seasonally inspired cocktails. And now, serving $2 tacos on Taco Tuesdays. You heard that right. Their cafe has a bike shop built with Spanish gardens, taco sauce, and some amazing homemade ranch. Their cafe has a bike shop built right in a full-service neighborhood shop with bikes, e-bikes, accessories, and apparel for everyone from the casual cyclist to the serious competitor. Their mechanic is on duty, too, to get your bike street ready. Spokes combines the craft of food and drink with the passion of cycling. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. All right, our first guest 
is an actor, director based here in Kansas City, but bred of the West Coast. Are we talking? <laughs> we talking uh, Portland, Seattle, and San Francisco? Correct. Yes. Yeah. What is your? What? Where were you born? What was the origin story? I went born in Seattle, and then I didn't. I actually like lived in Auckland, New Zealand for six random months when we were se- when I was seven. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. And then back to Seattle, Portland. San Francisco. Okay, cool. Yeah. She's one of the co-founders of the Omnivores and also runs a private dialect and vocal coaching business. She is an atheistic artist, but in tacos, she trusts. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Taco the Town, Amy O'Connor. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for being on the show. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear about these Portland, Seattle, and San Francisco tacos. <sighs> So many, so many good times. So many missed tacos. I've got a lot, a lot of uh, West Coast taco questions for you. I've okay. got, a, I've got a whole packet full of them here. So I believe you. I see it. It's like a lead weight in your hands. <laughs> Our second guest joining us tonight is the co-founder and co-production manager of the Omnivores Artist Collective. He originates from Atlanta, Georgia, but now resides in the Paris of the Plains, Kansas City. He is a playwright, and his play Gulp is currently running at the Squeezebox Theater through May 19th. He is a lifelong lover of chefery and comfort food. Mm. Welcome to Taco the Town, Andrew Haggerty. Hello. That's what my voice sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good voice. Thank you. So yeah. tell me about this love of chefery. Where did, where did this start? Um, and is that just the love of, of uh, chef chefs or um, being a chef? It was partially a love of chefs. When I was a kid, like the earliest thing I remember like watching consistently on TV was the like Emerald Legacy show okay. where he was like in front of an audience and making all the food and stuff. And I just thought it was like the most entertaining thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Not Guy Fieri? No, that w- he came along like later. What about Paula? Paula Dean. Yep. And racism. I don't racism. want like Paula Dean feels like a touchy subject now, but like <laughs> I grew up this in Georgia. This is an explicit show. Okay. Paula yeah. Dean was on TV. Like, yeah, everybody in Georgia knows Paula Dean's recipes. So you who would be your favorite love. chef of all time? Probably Emeril. Emeril. I really like, I like the kind of food that he makes and I like his presentational style where like there are things that I remember from seeing on that show where like when I'm making food now, I'm like, oh yeah, this is that thing where if you let it cook for this much longer, it'll be that much richer and stuff like that. This makes a lot of sense to me now because Andrew and I live together and he's an amazing cook. There's five of us in this house and he's the best of five by far. What's your go-to meal? Do you have, uh, do you do tacos at all? I, I do make tacos. I don't really get like super out of the ordinary creative with tacos. I did make one recipe that was based on a burrito that my wife and I came across in Bentonville, Arkansas of all places that was like curry chicken and like curry ingredients, but then also with like enchilada sauce and more like beans and rice and stuff all like wrapped up together. And I figured it out and made that at home. Would you ever try curry tacos? Is that something? Oh, yeah. 100% okay. yes. Yeah, I would definitely. I'll probably eat any kind of food at least one time. I'll eat any kind of curry. Yeah. Several times. I also, can- yeah, like I know what curry tastes like, so it's not like going to be that <laughs> big of a jump. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what curry, is this? But it's also in a tortilla. I'm fine with that. Growing up in Atlanta, 
What was a taco scene like in Atlanta? Do you remember? Are there any famous taco places in Atlanta? I mean, I've been to that varsity hot dog place yeah. in Atlanta, which was good. Yeah. But I don't think I ever ate tacos in Atlanta. There definitely like is a taco presence, but there aren't that I can remember any like super big, at least when I was there and I haven't really lived in there in Atlanta for like 10 years. So I'm sure it's very different. There were lots of places to get tacos and a lot of like street vendor style tacos where people would literally just like set up a trailer in a parking lot and just start serving tacos out of it. And you would go and you pay like $5 and you get tacos that somebody just like whipped together. What's so what's cool. Atlanta known for food wise? What is their number one food? Hot dogs? Oh God. <laughs> I want to go to Atlanta. That sounds so good. I love a hot dog. I mean, oh. the varsity hot dogs are, that is probably like one of the biggest like landmark restaurants. There's also like the original chicken and waffles restaurant oh, is okay. in Atlanta yeah. as well. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And it's a little bit different where it's not so much just like Belgian waffles and also chicken. It's a more like savory, like cheese and green onions in some of the waffles and stuff. It's really good. So Amy, you, we were talking West Coast. You are West mm-hmm. Coast born and bred. Mm-hmm. What's the taco scene? Who would you say of all those cities you lived in, Seattle, Portland, and San Francisco, who had the best tacos? Anywhere in California. Okay. For sure. Yeah. Do you have a favorite San Fran taco joint? I have this one that I think of as like a life-saving taco joint because I was like dirt poor when I was living in Concord, which is like an East Bay. I was working this apprenticeship, so we were being paid like nothing. And I would go to this taco place and it was like, you go and you get a taco and it's just like, got whatever filling, basic filling is in it, is like kind of the style. And then you have like a bar full of things and it's got like radishes mm, and pickles and oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Like dress it up however you want. And I would go get like real, real cheap tacos and then like, essentially make like a salad out of all the rest of stuff on the taco bar. And I'd pretend it was like this big, delicious meal. So I have no idea so what the So it name started is, as a taco <laughs> then no turned idea. into a taco salad. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It just spilled out. What's the taco scene in Portland? Ooh. Is it good? There was this, I don't know if it's still there, but I lived up in North Portland while I was there. And in St. John's, there used to be this tienda and in the back of it was uh, a taqueria and it was so good. We nicknamed it orange oil, but again, I don't know the name of any of it. But that, you know, that like juicy, that like orange oil meat. Yeah. 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 Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be a great name for a, for a little taqueria. A little taco band? Yeah. Oh, a taqueria. Oh, yeah. and a band. And a band. <laughs> the band that plays oil. at the taco place. My name's Orange Oil and I came to party. So the Omnivores <laughs> is an mm-hmm. artist collective. You have a show this week in Kansas City. Can you tell us about Gulp, which is a great name? I yes. love that as a show yeah, name. Yeah, good job, Andrew. Thank you. I, I made up that name. He did. He <laughs> wrote it. So Andrew wrote it. I got to direct what he wrote. And it's a world premiere play, so we worked on it in the room a little bit. Andrew's been working on it for two years. But basically, a woman, a young woman, gets diagnosed with cancer, and she marries her girlfriend's boyfriend for better health insurance. And so it's about definitions of survival. and It begs the question, what does it cost to survive? But it's also a quirky little comedy at times. and Yeah, because it also, it also deals a lot with relationship dynamics and... And kind of how like relationship dynamics are a part of surviving. The people that we surround ourselves with are kind of people mm-hmm. that we're living our lives with and therefore, you know, trying to support and help live and survive. But that's 
a little bit of an odd couple situation sometimes <laughs> or an odd triple and triple odd couple yeah is this the Tri- first triple. omnivore show it is yes, yes. Yeah, you yeah. guys just formed this year right january january yeah we've been fundraising and organizing this and other projects since then and this is the first time that we've gotten to put something out there and yeah. it's theater this time around but we're not like a theater group selectively so what will be the next <laughs> next performance maybe a juggling show Yes. Okay. Cool. Juggling bicycles. That's why we're at school. Does any oh, of us know how to juggle? <laughs> <laughs> Jay does. Okay. Jay can cool. juggle. Can Megan? We can build a show around that. We should say that the Omnivores isn't just the two of us. It's no. Right. Yeah, not at us all. and several other people. How many actors are in uh, Gulp? Four. Four, four actors small. are in yeah, Gulp. Four. Two, two of, of them, them are company members. Yes. And two of them are awesome kick butt actters in town. And where where is the sh- show at? Squeezebox? Yes, yeah, 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 right across here. from the KC Star building. It's actually, and big thank you to Carla Deal and Sterling DeWitt, it's their last show in that space. So What's as with it all exists the theaters right now, uh, closing down? Yeah, it's, it's because all the artists moved into the crossroads and made it cool, and then once it was cool, it started getting expensive. Yeah, because the, the living the room out. is closing yeah. down. So, yeah. so Squeezebox is the same thing? They're getting kicked out of they're, their space? Yeah, or? they're closing down as they know it. And okay. same with like the living room is still very much going to be a theater that's alive and well, so far as I understand it. They're just losing their space after the next year. So they got one more year in that space. Yeah, it's pretty much just like a rent issue. Okay. It's not yeah. even really about the relative success financially of these companies. It's just that the level of financial success you need to get to also be able to pay rent and all the other expenses is just getting bigger and bigger, as we found out the hard way. Yep. <laughs> Have you guys ever thought about buying like a like a big white van with no windows <laughs> and just driving around and doing your show? Just I hope no windshield too. Just no, no windshield. windshield I have thought of this. <laughs> just keep driving forward, no matter what. I have thought with of a this. periscope. You look out the periscope <laughs> yes. to see where you're driving. That's so much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, just setting up in any parking lot. And then on the, and on days when you aren't performing, I could drive that van around and and with do my show. Yep, and pick up people on the street who want to eat tacos. You're hired. Okay, I uh, we can work something out. <laughs> We're gonna work something out. We just gotta find that van that has a periscope. We gotta find the van. I feel like it should also double as like a little food truck, or it should have like a little food pod hitch. Yes. Behind it yeah. that serves tacos. Yeah. Well, I've always thought like if you got a pickup truck, then you just the bed is a stage, so it has to be open air. But there you, you just go. you can yeah. put lights on the truck, just turn them around, shine them on the people. Hell yeah. To throw it back to, like, nerdy medieval times. Yeah. Not that medieval times were nerdy, but to be nerdy for a second. They were all nerds back then. It's like patching plays. They were all nerds back then. They were all dressed like nerds. They were super dressed like LARPing nerds back then. All right. So, (laughs) guys, we're eating tacos tonight in a bike shop. Yes. What are your first thoughts about this? Do you have any concerns? Are you excited? (laughs) This place is really nice and beautiful, isn't it? It is. There's a wall that has, like, helmets and different bike accessories and then in the middle is hot sauce and ketchup and <laughs> I love like that I love that, that shelf of hot sauce right next to all the biking helmets yeah. and over here is like oil for your gears <laughs> yeah, we're oh, kind of sunscreen. We're set up by the sunscreen and the helmets. And uh, Amy, mm-hmm. you even brought your bike in tonight I to brought, get fixed. I desperately needed a, a tune-up. Yep, <laughs> I went beyond their basic tune-up. I went into the advanced zone. Oh, so you were so like, I right, give me the works. Well, I told you, my, <laughs> I put it in my car this afternoon. It was so hot. 
that my grips on my handles started melting. So yeah, just to put it in perspective, How I really old needed would a you bike say tune-up. Your uh, car, or your uh, bike is. My car is my bike is. <laughs> Am I one of those people that's gonna put like one of those bumper stickers? It's like my other car is a bike. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my brother built it for me when I moved away from Seattle to Portland. So I was. 18 when he did that. Okay. So, so, so like three years so, ago, so like, <laughs> a couple yeah, years like ago, three years ago. <laughs> what is, so this is probably one of the di- most different places I've ever eaten tacos. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very cool that this place has tacos for the mm-hmm. city to eat on Tuesday nights. What's the weirdest place you think you guys have eaten tacos? Is there another strange? Is that a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. <laughs> then I can think of several. <laughs> Then I can think of very many, many. I mean, this is many. a very nice. That joke must weird have never place. been made on this show ever before. Always. Right? That's the first time. <laughs> always. We got it out of the way. What I is mean, the weirdest place I've ever eaten tacos? Have you ever gone to a place and said, "Oh, I didn't expect there to be tacos here"? Ooh, yeah, like gas stations. Oh yeah. For sure. That's another difference, though, is I do expect there to be tacos in gas stations. Gas station. I'm talking about like like a little like. Like Dave's white truck idea is like parked outside of a gas station and ser- serving like tacos and empanadas. And yeah. this was when I first moved to California and I didn't realize the depth of how good a taco could be, how good it could be when it's simple. Right. Yeah. I do think that that's a good rule of thumb in determining taco places is if it is just like small and kind of looks like somebody hand painted it themselves mm-hmm. those are always it's the got best. good tacos in it yeah. mm-hmm. i mean this is uh this is gonna this be delicious might be this, the might be least, the w- this might be the least expected place i will ever mm. eat yeah. ta- i've eaten tacos definitely thus far. what and about there, you there are some uh in the boulevards here tonight selling their new fling, their cocktails, fling cocktails and we sampled those we did all of them and our favorites were the margarita and the mai tai correct would you like the mai tai Ooh. I like the margarita. Margarita. I like the margarita, and I didn't mind the um, gin and tonic one. We're here on Taco Tuesday, the only day they serve tacos. $2 tacos. They do a crunchy and a soft shell chicken and beef taco. They use the local Spanish Gardens taco sauce, which is a Kansas City classic. Okay. And they also recommend the homemade ranch. Ooh, on oh, the tacos. Yeah. Anyone you know, going uh, to be sampling that homemade ranch? Nice. 100%. Okay, yeah. That sounds 100%. good to me, too. If it's and good they, enough, I'll pack some home and take They it. use those <laughs> La Tierra taco shells as well The with the white box. The, oh. Yeah, they call their, they lovingly call their tacos mom tacos. Mom nice. tacos. Which we talk about a lot on the show, those mom homemade tacos. So Those mom tacos. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I don't want to bother putting out plates. Just you're going <laughs> to mess up the table anyway. <laughs> or... <laughs> She has paper plates and she flings <laughs> them at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah Those yeah. are always good too. Because you know whatever taco you eat, like part of it's going to end up on the plate or like right. in your lap, whatever. It doesn't just stay in. When you've had a perfect eating experience with a taco mm-hmm. and nothing has fallen on the plate, that means that was a very well created shell. Absolutely. And you, you filled that with the, just the right amount of ingredients. Yes. And that's very rare. Or you got a big mouth. Or you got a big mouth. You got a yeah. real big mouth. <laughs> And you just could do it like, just, like two it simultaneous, <laughs> like shark bites. So, Amy, you lived in Portland, you said, for I how did. many years? Uh, for four years. So when I moved, I went to undergrad there. Do you think bike shops and eating tacos in bike shops is a very portland thing to do? <laughs> Not going to lie. That's 100% this feels. When you were like, what's the weirdest place? I was like, I don't know. Bike sh-. Like, this does not feel weird to me. Actually reminds me of my brother. 
When he graduated, he went to, did I told you this? When he graduated, he went to a bike college to fix bikes. No way. To figure out how, like, how to they fix have those? Up. Yes. That's cool. I, or am I being misquoted? There's at least one. one. He, did. I don't know. he just made There's it up. There's at least the one. Or, yeah. I just made it up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm he going to He went to a bike college. college, in quotes, whatever that meant. Bike college is yeah. just riding your bike around. It's just riding it around. Experiencing life. So he learned how to build, I mean, he built the, the bike that I bought in, brought in tonight. He just like Frankenstein Out of it other bikes? It's a monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like some homework yeah. that he gave? Was that was like. He gave me, I God, he gave me, he gave I you love one you, of Alec, his, but he gave creations. me like one of those creations and then this like 200 page packet on how to take care of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> we should have had your, I have no idea where that thing is. So Portland is, is a huge bicycling city, correct? Yeah. yeah I've got yeah. some Portland fun facts about bicycling. You want to run down these with me? <laughs> Go for it. Portland is home to the annual world naked bike race. <gasps> Yes. Did you ever participate in that? I have not yet ever gotten to participate in a naked bike race, but I would full stop. Would you do I it? I would. <laughs> so in no- so uncomfortable. In November 2008, <laughs> so a judge dismissed charges against nude bicyclists on the grounds that Portland's annual World Naked Bike Race ride was a well-established tradition in Portland. Beautiful. In 2010, an estimated 13,000 attended Portland's annual World Naked Bike Race, making it the world's largest naked bike race. That's How many yet? other naked bike <laughs> races are there? Did it say? <laughs> it did not have a list. Like, I don't know if there's another It could have just been like 10 people and they it were could've. like, nobody else is doing this today. <laughs> they and do it, it up in Seattle too, but I don't think it's a race. Like we grew up, the naked bike ride is this big like parade slash bike ride that happens for the summer solstice. And my friend, she rode on top of a float. She wasn't biking, but she wore like a stormtrooper hat. Or like a Vader uh-huh. helmet and then just was naked the rest of the way down. And so there's this like photo of her in a newspaper somewhere like waving to the crowd. Awesome. What well, says uh, Portland is also the one of the top five largest bicycle commuter cities yeah. in the world. Do I you think it. does Kansas City need to step up its bicycling Hell game? Hell yeah. We could do a second naked bike race here. We could. Yeah. All, we could all meet all here. All three of us. We'll <laughs> be the second our, largest naked bike race. We just need 12,999 more people. Can we call it like the running of the balls instead of the running of the bulls? <laughs> but you're not running, you're bicycling. Mm, I see your point. The riding. The riding of the balls. Oh, yeah. that's a whole different. Um, here's some other <laughs> Portland facts. Portland has more strip clubs per capita than any other city. What They're is that? really nice. So it's not like a coincidence. It's just they leave the strip club and get on the bikes and then ride. They <laughs> do. Just, there's actually that's just people commuting. That's not actually a, <laughs> commuting to work. <laughs> the first time I ever went to a strip club was in Portland, and I went to El Diablo, which is a vegan strip club, and their tagline is "The only meat is on the poles." So they have food the at these strip clubs. They're like really nice places where people go oh, eat. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. They're like top rated restaurants on you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we once ran into during the Super Bowl when the Hawks won a couple of years ago. We were at a bar and there was this group from Miami there and they were in town from Miami to visit the Portland strip clubs. And I was like, wow, I never would have expected that. But I have never been to Miami. So maybe I've got it all wrong. <laughs> It also says that Portland has more micro breweries than anywhere in the world. Okay. Which I feel like Kansas City is trying to uh, yeah. compete with Portland on this. Me it's See, not somewhere are. in Colorado. But yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, actually. And it also says Portland has been voted the best city in the world for street food, touting 700 food carts throughout the city. Its Mm -hmm. first food cart hit the streets in 1912. What? Before tacos were even a thing, I think. It was probably like a literal like cart. Like like, an actual wagon. It was like how a food cars cart. were not very popular mm-hmm. in 1912. It was just, do you think it was like a wagon wagon pulled by a horse or do you think it was like a gardening wagon? It was a gardening just, like, wagon. Either that yeah. or somebody bought like the first car in Portland and they're like, how do I pay this <laughs> off? I know. Wagons Portland sounds like a beautiful place. Uh, um, a lot of fun things to do there. And so much fun. Have I, you ever been? I have not. Oh, I uh, used to so pretend I Such my band, I had a comedy rock band called mm-hmm. The Markers. And our, the Markers. At the end of every show, we'd say, good night, Portland. And we we <laughs> there was a story behind our Portland, band. Portland, Maine, that we, or Oregon? Uh, Oregon? Oregon. Okay, we told okay. everyone we were from Portland, Oregon. <laughs> sure. We said we were Portland, Oregon's comedy rock <laughs> band. <laughs> and... <laughs> One time uh, we actually booked a comedy show at Stanford's Comedy Club because we told them we were from Portland and they're like, oh, they're from out of town. We better put them on. <laughs> and we, good job. Yeah, so. It worked. That is a good strategy for and a local the, band. That is just a say, really I'm not good, a local band. I'm yeah, on tour. I'm, I'm not a local band. I'm on tour. That was, that was when we were the Fun Connection was the name of our band. Oh, so you're like. We were a couple bands, yeah. But we always Andy claimed from being, Parks and Rec being from Portland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah. okay. Was it Mouse Rat? Trap? Mouse Rat. Mouse rat. Mouse, Mouse rat, rat, yeah. Mouse trap. <laughs> to bring it back to theater. That's a board game. <laughs> that is a very good board game. It is. Okay, so the Northwest, Pacific Northwest, has a taco chain called Taco Time. Have you, <laughs> yes! Have you ever eaten at a Taco oh my Time? Oh, yeah. I actually thought I was everywhere until I moved out of the Northwest. It's, it's an awesome name, an awesome chain. I guess it started in 1960, kind of it's around like the time of Taco Bell. It's crispier Taco Bell. It's crispier. That's but they I have like a it. crisp it's burrito. Like and then they have things <laughs> called Mexi fries, right? Oh, they're so good. What are Mexi fries? They're just tater tots. Oh, they're tater tots. Like that's all they are? They don't I mean, have cheese on them? They're dream makers and they're tater tots. Everyone really raves about the Mexi fries. They're really good. They're really good. They've what's, got... What's the best thing on the menu besides Mexi fries? Ooh. Taco. They have any good tacos? They do. They have great tacos, great flautas, great taco bowl. Really? Of like a taco salad. So is, would oh, you man, say I haven't thought about taco time in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> would you oh, say I'm taco time is, is, is just like Taco Bell or a little bit a step up, up from Taco Bell? I'm not the right person to rate that because every time I go to Taco Bell, I just get sick. I can't do it. But taco time never did you No, wrong. it's like brings me back to being like five and going through the drive-thru and being like, Maxi fries, Maxi fries. <laughs> Just like chanting it with my siblings. I got to go there. Sounds great. I've got a very important question for both of you. What's your taco backstory? Did you grow up eating tacos? Did you come from a taco eating family? Mm. Is Are tacos a big part of your life? How, how do tacos, um, where do tacos place in your life? Tacos, definitely one of the main food groups in my life. Definitely grew up eating tacos. Tacos were probably one of the first foods I like knew how to make. Because, like, oh, all you have to do is heat up meat and cut vegetables and put it in. This is great. I think tacos were the first thing I made in foods class, and I did a really good job. You had a class called foods class? It was just called foods. 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 Yeah. What foods? It was home what ec, else did but you they call it foods. <laughs> did you also carry a baby around in your that foods That was class? next semester. Okay. That was, that was called babies. Babies. <laughs> 
So you've always been a taco lover? Yeah, always been a taco lover. Haven't really ever experienced tacos where I was like, these are bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is a unique kind of food in that way. I don't think I've ever had a taco where I'm like, you know, I regret eating it. So you were growing up in Seattle eating taco time? Eating tacos. Eating taco time for sure. Eating mom tacos. Mom tacos. A lot of mom tacos. I used to live right by the Texas Toms that's over like (gasps) near 33rd and so. Oh, yeah. That mm-hmm. was a major part of my diet for a little while. What's their taco menu like? It's pretty <laughs> Dave good. just leaned I in. Mean. I just need everybody to know that <laughs> Dave just very, very committingly leaned in to hear more about the and Texas I put my, tacos. And I put my, my <laughs> fist on my chin. They're very, like, simple, basics tacos, like just tortilla, the meat. I think you can get beef or chicken, and I think they usually do the Parmesan cheese. Those are the Kansas City style yeah. with the Parmesan Ooh, yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, like, random red. Yep. Somewhere. <laughs> and you can do crispy or crunchy, and then they have, the they have like, the fried burrito chimichanga things as well, which are really good. Man, I got to do them <laughs> on really the show. It yeah. sounds great. They're worth it. I've ate them several days in a row. <laughs> 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 One it's one of those weeks. also unique foods that no matter like what you have in your pocket, I feel like you can go have a taco. Right. Like yeah. really for most folks in the world. There's always a good taco deal somewhere. I mean, yes. tonight, $2 tacos. That's great. I mean, I 99 cent tacos too. Yeah. It's um, one of the handy things about tacos is that it does alliterate with words like two. So Tuesday. at most you might get like two fifty, but they're not going to be like mm-hmm. $3 tacos. That's too hard to say. <laughs> $3 tacos. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. $13 tacos. tacos. That's when you know you've gone to the $20 wrong place. $20 tacos. $20. $20. Amy, do you have any more growing up eating tacos stories? Have tacos been a big part of your life or you feel like here in, when it's you like moved a, to the Midwest, are tacos still a big part of your life? Do it's tr- like, yeah, I don't think that they ever go away. It's like one of those guiding light, golden thread type foods that just weaves in and out of your life no matter what. Because it's a... You know, it's a comfort food. It fills you up. It's quick. It can be casual. It can be like a moment that you like can take and really just spend some time eating a good taco. And you've always got a friend that'll want to go eat tacos yeah. with always you. Always got a friend who's going to want to eat tacos. You can always go to tacos and make a friend. Right. Like, pass the hot sauce, please. <laughs> pass the hot sauce between those two bike helmets. One thing that I'm thinking of here at this bike shop, don't you think tacos would be a very hard food to eat while riding a bike? <laughs> Yes. Unless you're one of those amazing people that can do it with no hands. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. It depends on how fast you're going, I guess. If you're going sort of slow, yeah, you could balance it. <laughs> I do really appreciate I was thinking about this when I came to turn in my bike tonight. I was like, God, I just want to be able to ride down the street on a sunny day and sing Girl Put Your Records On like Corinne Bailey Ray in her music video. <laughs> and just always have that moment beginning of every summer and spring. That's so why you came that's to get what your I bike need. Now it's going to be that and a taco. <laughs> Are you going to get a basket put on the front to put the tacos in? Ooh, I feel like a stand would be a really good way to play that. But yeah. yes, is the answer. That might get in the way if you had a stand on the bike but what if it like cradled it and I could just like oh yeah with with like little pinchers that pinch the taco so when you leaned forward you just spit the taco like Like a little taco roach clip yeah like yeah exactly a little spigot that's what something's called that's what something's (laughs) (laughs) true All right. so every week here on the show I like to check the taco news stories of the week and get your opinions on them Mm -hmm. let's check the taco ticker taco ticker (laughs) 
This is the taco ticker. These are the taco news stories of the week. Taco ticker story number one. Two Kansas City area Cadoba restaurants recently closed up shop. The one in Westport and the one on Johnson Drive. Cadoba is a Chipotle-like make-your-own-burritos-and-tacos type place. The location in Overland Park is still open and the Raymore Independence and Northland location. Corporate officials have not returned our calls here at Taco the Town. They're hiding something. They are hiding something. <laughs> have any of you ever eaten at Cadoba? What are your thoughts? I have. I've eaten mm-hmm. at the one in Westport. Yeah, definitely. good. I mean, it was... Did it you get is, the burritos or tacos? Or? I did get a burrito. How would you compare their burrito to Chipotle's burrito? Like... The same? Almost exactly the same. <laughs> the like, same. it was really... I really can't think of any, like, outstanding difference. Um, about the same size. I think they might have been a little less expensive than Chipotle. That's but what I think, too. Margin, yeah. Like a dollar. And you know, at Quidoba, guacamole's free. That was It's not extra. Thing. Yeah. That takes it to a whole new level. That's why I think everybody business. They gave away all that guacamole. They gave away all that guacamole. (laughs) All that green. Yeah. So it just did not. I guess it's just not hitting home with the uh, the Kansas City crowd. Yeah. It's a damn shame. It is like a tough market in Westport for a chain. I feel like though. Although I don't anywhere downtown here. If what it means is like a local business is getting the recognition it deserves or like a Hispanic owned taco place is getting the recognition that it deserves and the customers, then that's okay. Yeah, I agree. They're gone, but not forgotten. I mean, what is, there's a lot of taco places in Westport, like uh, Port Fonda. And then there's um, Cancun Fiesta Fresh is right there too. Yeah. So yes, I did. I did stumble into Cadova one night Mm -hmm. after (laughs) drinking. And it was filled with Scandal. other people that have been drinking too. <laughs> yeah, drinking, you so now we do Harry's. not have that option anymore, which is good. Yeah. Which is okay. We got yeah. a lot of options in Westport for yeah, food and drink. For sure. Uh, taco ticker story number two. Hit us. Applebee's. Anyone fans of, of this amazing American institution? Mm-hmm. Applebee's? Anyone heard of it? I don't have it? anything against Applebee's. <laughs> Merca. <laughs> <laughs> they are celebrating the entire month of May with a dollar margarita, the Dollarita. Participating what? Applebee's will serve margaritas in a 10-ounce mug daily. What? The Dollarita first made its launch in October 2017, where it first faced criticism of the drinks being too watered down. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> So anyone going to take advantage of this uh, Applebee's Dollarita special? Well, I don't, you sell it so well. How could we not? <laughs> Too watered down. I don't drink anymore, but I used to drink a lot. And the part of my brain that still works that way was thinking like, oh, shit, man. <laughs> you get so many margaritas for you get a so dollar. Many. But what is it? But, is but it, yeah, it probably goal. is like half margarita, You're half spending $30. To, yeah. Did anyone see that YouTube video where they took that Brutus, the huge beer from Applebee's and they poured it into a regular glass and it fit into like a regular smaller sized glass. It was just an optical illusion that it's really a bigger beer. Good job, Applebee's for pulling one over on us. Yeah. A bunch so of different things in that sentence. One, that Applebee's <laughs> apparently sells giant beers. <laughs> Two, that they're not they're worth not it. Sorry. <laughs> they're selling these crazy ma- magical glasses it that does make it look like a large sort of, beer. Sort of, yeah. Sound like a fun magic trick to do, though. Yeah, I'd like to just go do that. Like, go, hey, 
Yeah. <laughs> pour them into yeah, each other. Yeah, if you're a magician, you could really pull the wool over on a couple of people's eyes. Or you could just like chug one and everybody would be super impressed with you. Yes. And you'd be like, yeah, I do that all the time. In any action movie ever, when the like throwdown is, let's see who can drink the other person under the table. And it will happen at an Applebee's. And it'll happen <laughs> at an Applebee's and I'll just keep learning Sylvester food. Stallone. <laughs> well, they get pines. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that sounds like a great deal for people who like really watered down margaritas. You know, they can take advantage of that and celebrate Cinco de Mayo all month long at yeah. Applebee's. <laughs> It's a great deal. So this is a really awesome uh, story. I, I'm going to ask for your acting chops on this one, Amy. Can you uh, read some of these quotes for me in a <laughs> funny voice? I can try. Okay. Yeah. This is taco ticker story number three. The slope side taco beast brings beachside cuisine to skiers. This past ski season, a new taco Wait, truck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the title just, of the article. The so, beachside Say one more time. Okay. Is this a new story or a tongue twister? <laughs> I know. I almost bit my tongue three times saying this. Slopeside Taco Beast brings beachside cuisine to skiers. <laughs> yeah. This takes place in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. This past ski season, a new taco truck was introduced to the ski resort town of Steamboat Springs. The Taco Beast is the new taco truck. It has everything a typical taco truck has to make tacos. Specialty meats, hot corn tortillas, cilantro, shredded cabbage, pickled red onion, and queso fresco. It has four different tacos on the menu, plus Mexican street corn, sodas, and beer. The only difference is it's not a truck. It's a kitchen built on the back of a working silver snowcat, one of those giant tracked machines you've seen grooming the slopes at major ski resorts worldwide. So if you got stuck on the hill halfway, you could be like, oh, excuse me, I'll get a taco like you do at a like baseball game. Yeah, it just drives to you. Yeah, this is the Taco Beast operator, Dan Lux. What did Dan have to say? When I fire up the beast, I kind of feel like I'm piloting a spaceship. It's still dark outside. You press one button and you light up the sky. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> Every morning, Dan and his chef, Sean, get started hours before the sunrise, about 5 a.m. in winter, and before anyone has made any tracks on the fresh snow powder. They take the gondola up and head over to the Taco Beast docking station, where it's plugged in every night at the Rendezvous Lodge, dig themselves out of the snow using the snowcat's plow, and head to the day's new slopeside location, so they have a new setup location every day. Gotcha. If any educators ever need an example of oxymorons, just pull up this news story. <laughs> Skiers and snowboarders can find the day's location on the Taco Beast Twitter account. Sure. They find a good location. They groom and flatten out a spot on the side of whichever mountain they've chosen <laughs> for the day. Dan also had this to say. About the time the sun's coming up, we are setting up and getting ready for the day. We're building our fence, uh, getting in the kitchen all set up. Well, Sean is prepping away in the kitchen. Oh, I thought that was going to be wackier. <laughs> His chef preps some ingredients in a commercial kitchen at the resort, but all the cooking is done on the back of the beast. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you how about the beast. How many people get to cook in the middle of nowhere? Not many. Cooking outside is fun, man. It's different. It's just more uh, different than anything else I've ever done. You, you're not in the kitchen. You got to care about food. You, serving the tacos is just like serving filet. You, you still got to like, care. 
He's rustling up four street tacos and Taco Beast inaugural season beef barbacoa, elk chorizo, mm. nice. pollo asada, and tres hermanas, which is butternut squash, black beans, and corn. <laughs> elk is a common food in Steamboat Springs and a go-to recommendation at the Taco Beast. Lux also had this to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm an elk chorizo guy. I cook them. I wouldn't be doing it right if I wasn't happy with them. Open for lunch if the weather cooperates. The truck is only <laughs> open for lunch until they sell out. So never. Oh my gosh, this is a very long story. I'll just skip to the end. This is a so, profile. Get to it, Dave. Lux had this to say at the very end of his interview. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You serve someone a warm taco and they go eat it in snowy conditions, they're not really happy. People are definitely liking what we're throwing down. For sure. That was a great story. So, uh, <laughs> so I learned that El Chorizo is a, so, um, like it's a common topper. Doesn't in Colorado that just Springs? sound like a dream? Like, doesn't that sound like a dream that you've had in your life to be skiing <laughs> and snowboarding and then someone is <laughs> cooking tacos on a thing called a taco beast <laughs> and letting you eat the tacos as you ski? When you started yeah. talking about it being like a spaceship. <gasps> speaking of which. Speaking of which. The tacos, tacos have time. arrived. When you were talking about it being like a spaceship, it made me think how sometime in the future they terraform Mars and then they find like the little Mars rover and just repurpose it to be like a taco heater that just rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> just line them up on I mean, the back. I, that's just a like dream of mine. rolls along. To eat tacos on another planet. I think yeah. we've all, and we all dream about eating tacos in space, yeah. right? Stay They're alive a good long space enough, food. In Mars, eating will. tacos in space completely eliminates the problem of it stuff dropping out of the bag because it'll just float. Right. I mean, you Dave, you painted it. a taco mural yes. in space with Ta celebrities. About eating tacos in space with celebrity rock ghosts, rock and roll ghosts. Yeah. That's a dream I've had. Okay, so, oh, is this it? Are we going it? Oh, no. <gasps> no, that white gold. Well, I just hope someday, maybe next year, I'll go to Steamboat Springs and, and uh, do the Taco Beast on, a, on an episode. I'd have to uh, learn how to snowboard. I think you deserve it. Maybe I'll just trudge there. <laughs> I don't think you have to skis. learn how to snowboard. I think what we learned from that is that, like, you could ride up and then just walk down the yeah, mountain I'll just and still down. eat a taco. I'll roll. I'll roll down the mountain. <laughs> just roll Wherever down. it is. Perfect. Well, thanks for checking those taco ticker stories with me. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Hey, folks. Dave from Taco the Town here. Let me tell you a little bit about Lotus Pool Records. Did you know that Lotus Pool wants to be your record label? They have a treasure trove of countless euphoric epiphanies awaiting your discovery. An eclectic collection of magically beautiful music that is not afraid to challenge you as much as it wants to earn your respect. Its artists work incessantly to produce perfect albums. Albums that want to be your best kept secret. Sample the entire Lotus Pool catalog for free at lotuspool.com. Enjoy Voice of Action's self-titled dish of sexy rock. Poster Children's critically acclaimed political sledgehammer, Grand Bargain. Chris Cardwell's deeply sincere debut, Burning Heart. The siren song seduction of Heidi Lynn Gluck's Pony Show. And the brilliantly remastered re-releases of Zoom's Helium Octopede, produced by Greg Sage of The Wipers, and Rockin' in Rio, now available on 8-Track. Once you've discovered the magic of Lotus Pool music, please share it with your friends. Some secrets are too good to keep. Check them out today at lotuspool.com. All right, it's time for Town of the Taco. Town of the Taco. Kansas City, oh, the place I love. This is where we talk about the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. Sweet. <laughs> I'm going to have you easier. pull a topic from the Kansas City cup. Who'd like to go first? Andrew and I might just make up. No, please go, Andrew. Okay. Make up Andrew some of our... Andrew just pulled the topic. 
answers to these. Let us know what you got there. If KC wasn't named KC, what would it be called? <gasps> oh my God, we know we this know answer. This, so it would actually be called Possum Trot. Possum Trot, yeah. Yep. It was also Port Fonda was also a proposed really? name for Kansas City, yeah. Yeah, I know that there's a few other ones too, but I Possum to, Trot is one possum of my trot favorites. Possum Trot is the yeah. best one. <sighs> possum Trot is the one that we all regret not going We all with. regret, for sure. I wonder if it would be as popular of a city if they had named it Possum Trot. I wonder if it would be a <laughs> no. more popular city, honestly. <laughs> uh, do, you it know, would it definitely would, be the hippest city in yeah. the country. If it was called Possum Trot, everybody that was cool would move here. Right. Like it's cooler like going to Portland. cooler than it would Portland. Be cooler than Portland. It would be cooler than Weed California. It'd it be cooler than there's a place called YOLO in California. It'd be cooler than that. I've never heard of Both it of either, but it would be cooler. Way than cooler. That. Peculiar Missouri. Peculiar was one of them. I yeah, that's that. true. That did. That sounds like a sideshow. That's still a like town. Yeah. It's driving along indefinite. a map and you go to like a magic possum store. Possum trot, you know what you're getting. You're going to get possums trotting around and that's going to be fun. Think about that. They wanted to call it possum <laughs> trot because back in the day, there was a lot of possum trotting <laughs> around. They're like, this town is just full of possums trotting. What's the most remarkable thing Very about this practical. area? How many damn possums there are? <laughs> you would not forget the name. That's the thing is you'd walk in and you'd be like, oh, have I been to Kansas City, Kansas, City, Kansas or Kansas City, Missouri? You'd be like, no, I've been to possum trot, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah, maybe PTMO. <laughs> PTMO. <laughs> Sounds like a Justin Timberlake song. So it was originally called Town of Kansas, and then it mm -hmm. became a city, so they just named it Kansas City. Do you think it should be called Missouri City? I mean, it's named after the river. I feel like in its heart, St. Louis is Missouri City. Yeah, or but maybe Jeff City is Missouri City. City is Missouri City. I don't know. Maybe they should just rename it Possum Trot. I think that's the winner. <laughs> I think so. All right, Amy, your turn. Dig in there. Get a good one. All right. If it's a bad Ooh, I one. I got two. Oh. All right, we'll choose one. Okay. Big money, big money. Big money, big money, big money. What up with that, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a good one. I don't think anyone's ever had this one before. This one is just says, what up with that, Casey? All right, so what do you think of that uh, question there? <laughs> or, or that? How about these potholes, am I right? Oh, oh my gosh. God. What up with that? What is potholes. up with that? What up with that, Casey? Yeah, the potholes. I mean, it's been, it hasn't snowed for a while. I think they should all be filled, but there's still some out there that have not yeah. been filled. Well, we've just replaced the snow with rain at this point. Right. So kind of, I would much rather have the rain. How, how exhausting do you think it must be to be like a construction worker in Kansas city? Who on just, pothole patrol? On pothole patrol. Yeah. Be bad. Cause they would never, they just, I mean, you can't, you have to re replace a whole street almost yeah. because right. it just, it just is a <laughs> never ending cycle. I don't know anything about this. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just know that they're out there. I have a what up with that, Casey. Why okay. is the Shenandoah, the song Shenandoah about the Missouri River? So I think the Missouri River goes a long ways. So it probably goes into the they Shenandoah. They might connect at uh, some point. Yeah. I don't know, actually. This is a reference to up with that, my play. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is, and I've wondered it so a long time. see the play and the play find gulp? out Are you talking about mm -hmm. the play gulp? Yes, the okay. play gulp. Mm -hmm. That's a reference yeah. in the play. Is there any chance there might be a gulp too? Gulp like to keep on gulping. Keep on gulping. The keep on gulping. <laughs> the gulping. Keep gulping. Keep gulping. I think there could be a just there another could be a gulp. Sequel. The third one would be called another gulp. Another gulp. The and characters each get their own spinoff. Gulp number four will be like belch. 
Go before Belch. The Belch. <laughs> the Belch. Is there anything in Kansas City that's ever you've been like, what the heck's up with that? Like, why is that there? Oh. What's up with that building? What's up with that street name? What's up with this placement of things in the city? What's going on with this? One, Being out of towners. What that's a good th- one. Yeah. Now, yeah, I'm starting to come up with things. The very <laughs> first reaction was just, what's up with the word catty corner? Oh, yeah, it's kitty corner. Oh, where you, you guys come from, corner? it's kitty? Where I come from, it's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but is that across the street this way or across the street you just, that like, way? Usually you're pointing. Oh, you just point. Talking. Okay. Yeah. It, people, I say, that's it was a kitty corner. people say caddy corner here. Caddy. Like, is it just like a really like sassy well, the first corner? Time some, somebody like, said uh, it to me. I didn't know what they meant. They were like, oh, it's caddy corner across from... 18th or whatever. That's crazy. Yeah. That doesn't help. I don't know. Does what that, that means? Is it, is yeah, it based on the women of the night? Cat, like a catty? cat, like a cat corner. Like that's where the cat, the girls like are. Like cat girls are? Yeah. The catty girls are standing. <laughs> is that what it? Yeah. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. it is. All right. I think so. I don't know the yeah. origin of that word. Same thing uh, goes for kitty corner then. It's just the same the kitty, thing. Yeah, just the by kitties, a different name. Yeah. Diagonally across the street by any other name. Diagonally across the street is too much. That's to confusing. Yeah. You don't, you just be like, it's across the street. I mean, cause technically it is directly <laughs> across the street from something. I always thought everyone yeah. said caddy corner. I didn't know it was a KC thing. It's I always thought everybody said kitty corner. And then when I moved here, I was like, I'll be polite. I won't say anything. And by the fifth person, I was like, what is up with this? It's definitely that, like a what? Midwest to the West thing. It's not yeah. something Can I, I ever ask, heard. There's another regionalism that I don't know about. If I say something and somebody doesn't understand it, the response instead of what is do what? Do what? Do what? Or like do what now? Do what now? I've heard do that. Do what? Do, do what, what now? It's kind of like, huh? Huh? It's like, do what now? Do what? Huh? People do say, what do, now? People say, do what? All the time. I haven't heard that. All the time. Casually, too. Liz, Nick, they're from Mississippi. Wait, maybe it's this a is Mississippi wrong. thing. Hold on, though. Uh, okay, what? Other a- Kansas City people. <laughs> <laughs> Insert name here. So you you would say, what would your response yeah, be? Yeah, use it in a what? sentence. You would just use say, it in a you sentence? would just say, what instead of do what? Do what? But you would say, what? Is what? it always yeah. in what? a what did you question? Say? That would be your That's response. too much energy. So you would. <laughs> so when you grew up, you'd just say what? Yeah. What? Instead of do what? Do what? Is it always in the context of being asked to do something? Or is it like, it's have like you ever heard of yeah. Spanish gardens? Do what now? Do what? <laughs> do what now? Yeah, right. Or like if you mumble, 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 do what? You love like my yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, I don't know. Have I ever said do what to you? I'm going to listen for it now. <laughs> I'm going to listen for it all the I time. Bet, now. Yeah. I'm just going listen to listen for it. Where's Sean? I'm just going to go, huh? Huh? I'm just going to go, what? Huh? Well, huh? Yeah, I'll just say well, that. Well, huh, now do what? <laughs> yeah. Well, huh, now do what now? All right. Well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of these <laughs> burning <laughs> Kansas City questions. Yeah. All right. Our tacos have arrived. Let's put these tacos to the test. Right, so there's a soft shell, soft shell chicken, and then there's a hard shell beef taco, and they give you a little side of the ranch and a little side of the Spanish garden sauce. They're served in these little awesome little um, perfect uh, baskets. Did you call that a basket? Yeah. Oh yeah, a boat. A boat. Taco boats. Taco boat. It's making me think of the taco beast again. So for um, really stuck on that. Yeah. I think we know what your next vacation is. So Andrew, you've already had a bite of that soft taco. What do you think so far? What are your first first reactions? It's really good. The chicken just is kind of lightly seasoned, like probably a little cumin and stuff on it. Vegetables are all really fresh tasting, so that's nice. 
I just put the the ranch on it for the second bite. So we'll see what that changes. So Amy, is that the chicken, the soft taco? This this one is the beef. That's the beef. The beef is so good. The fling, the person who's he just flinging flung, the fling. He he's flinging the fling. He flung stuff. a fling beer cozy. <laughs> so Foam. did you put did you put the Spanish gardens on there? Or did you put the ranch on there? I put the ranch on there. Is it good? The ranch is really good. We were just talking about the, what'd you call it? Spanish Gardens? Spanish Gardens. It's a local, it's a Kansas City local favorite. And it's it, a beautiful thing. You know what? It, I I wonder if it's like a favorite because it's tastes kind of like barbecue sauce. It's like ketchup. Does it really? I feel like it tastes more similar to ketchup than like, I would imagine a hot sauce. It's been around a while and, and it's, uh, it used to be a taco restaurant and then they just okay. started making the sauce because the sauce was so popular. So, so you think it tastes more like a marinara? More like a, we were talking about a mix between ketchup and uh, cocktail sauce? Yeah, like cocktail shrimp sauce. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. They said they keep it stocked here because every time they put it on the shelf, they have the actual Spanish garden sauce here f- for sale, which you would not expect to be for sale at a bike shop. <laughs> no. But they said they also sell coffee. out. They sell out of it every time they put it up. Every it's time. Every time. Whoa! Is it not stocked in like grocery stores here? This is probably like the closest place you can buy Spanish gardens in this area. Maybe, maybe. I wonder if people have like a Spanish gardens ticker. Maybe you should do that for your. Uh, do you have a Twitter for your podcast? A little Spanish gardens oh, yeah. like pop up. You're like, it's being sold right now. Go. Yeah, that's a good idea. Limited mm-hmm. time only. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure it is. No, it's. It's good. I like the ranch. You like the ranch better. I like the ranch. It, yeah. he, the owner raved about the ranch. He says it's, it's we had, he's like, one of the reasons I wanted to open a cafe is so we could sell this sell homemade ranch. ranch. So he was like, how do I <laughs> marry my dream of selling ranch? Bikes and, and ranch. Bicycles. Also bikes. Oh. And also. Somehow tacos. It looks like nice the, coffees and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And beer. And they had a liquor here. They have like a full bar. I think if I live, this is a cool, there's like apartments above us, right? This is yeah. a cool area. Does anyone else love this area, Quality Hill? I'm a big fan of Quality Hill. I do. It is I nice. do like coming down here to go to Alamo. Like yeah. When I want to be alone, I'm like, I'm going to go watch a movie alone, get some food. Well, that's more crossroads. That's crossroads? more power and light. That is power and light. Okay, <laughs> yeah. just kidding. <laughs> Quality Hill go has through power and light from where we live to get to here. We really did. <laughs> oh, so you guys live. Where do Quality you guys live? Hill. We live over, we're 56 in Virginia, so Rockhurst. Okay. Yeah, right area. in between Rockers and like you and KC, basically. Looks like I got a chicken and a beef. Oh, no, I just Ooh, got two beef. Call. Did anyone get a chicken? We got, we got here. I'll split you. No, that's it's what cool. True friendship is. It's all right. right What's there. that? This one is chicken, but he got, he had two chicken and I had two beef in mine. So we just switched one. Oh, okay. Do you want half of my beef? No, I've had it. It's good. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do what you guys did. I'm going to do some ranch on the, on this uh, really soft shell. The ranch goes really well with the chicken. Mm. So these are soft flour shells. How does everyone feel about that? Would you rather have a corn soft shell? I'm not mad at any taco that's put in front of me, man. I'm me so either. happy. I'm not mad at any. I will, I'm not mad at them. Yeah, have you ever, just been, have you ever been mad at a taco? I don't think I've ever been mad at a taco. I thought you had one taco story when you were little. Oh, yeah. I can't talk about it. Now we're just getting <laughs> oh. more and more. Oh, well, they just laid down some more tacos. Oh, oh, then I didn't even need to share my taco with you. 
Oh, so they must be bringing the chicken. Do you want that back? Yep. Okay. These are two chicken. All right. So All let's right. try this beef. I was just thinking when we were talking about the sauce about how the only thing that I don't particularly care for about it was that I was expecting it to be spicier and I like spicy food. Mm-hmm. But with the flour tortilla and the chicken being a little more mild and the ranch on top of it, then it's all like one package. So I like it better, even though it is mild and I would prefer spicy. I like how it all blends together as like a milder taco, which sometimes is also nice, especially like if you're riding a bike and stuff, you don't really. You don't want want. heartburn. Yeah. You know, when you get to be like three years older than 18, like I am, um, (laughs) and you start getting more heartburn, you're like, oh yeah, I, I might really love spice, but my body doesn't. Spanish gardens is like, it's like a hug to the intestines. It's like, come here, honey. <laughs> You're going to enjoy us. So you you would like Spanish gardens to be a little bit spicier and maybe not taste like ketchup. <laughs> There's just a little less sugar in it. It's sort of like getting decaf coffee when you didn't expect it. Oh. And you're like, no, this is fine. I just... I'm going to need more after this. I'm going to need more. Yeah. To throw a bone to Kansas City, though, Thou Mayest makes an incredible decaf. Have you ever had it? Uh Oh, it's called Laid Back. It's so good. My mom's a decaf drinker, so she was just in town for Mother's Day, and that's all she drinks. And I had to go out specifically to get that bag. Actually, their their roaster, Christopher, is working our bar at the Squeeze Box. Oh, cool. Is he making decaf coffee for everyone? There's no coffee there. It's so sad. (laughs) It's only wine and liquor and soft drinks. What did you prefer more, the beef or the chicken? I gotta give it up for the beef. It's got the orange oil. Beef is really good. I do it's like a good really orange good. oil. I gotta love a good orange oil. That's the mark of a good taco, I think. I mean, I You've eaten it and you see it on the other side. You see like all that oh, check fat. Oh, check it out. Check out that it. orange oil. Oh, that's a beautiful old trail. All right, I'm gonna try this crunchy beef and I put some Spanish gardens on there. I'm gonna see what you guys are talking about <laughs> with this. When y'all were first talking about orange oil, I didn't fully connect what you were talking about. I was assuming like oil from oranges and not Mm. just the grease that comes off the tacos. But you know what? If I'm liking the Spanish gardens, you are. Maybe I'm just a Kansas City taco guy. I feel like it'll go well with the beef. I think that was part of it was that it it didn't necessarily, I think the the ranch is more for the chicken. The Spanish gardens is more for the beef. The ranch. Mm. The ranch is good. The ranch on that soft beef taco was The ranch on the soft beef taco. Yeah. I thought the exact same thing. That was my That's favorite your, combination. I mean, if you're in the area on a Tuesday night and Come you're stopping by beef. this bike shop, just hang with all the cyclists in town and yes. check out some bikes and buy some bike pumps. And, <laughs> and some, some sunscreen. Get some. Get one of these soft beef tacos and Maybe pour some of that ranch on there. Man, that's a good put taco. Put some ranch on the, yeah, put some ranch on the beef. But I'm liking you know the Spanish gardens on this crunchy beef too. You know what I think is really interesting about the, to just continue on the trail of this hot sauce bar that's over here. Hiding behind all of them is like a jar full of dried fruit. Can you see that? Yeah. There's a brown sugar jar yep. and then there's two different ones with dried fruit. And then there's a jar of honey. There's honey too, yeah. Are there sweet tacos or is this for oatmeal? Oh, have you seen the tiger? Have any of you ever had tiger no, sauce? Oh, uh-uh. that's good. Andrew, Try some of that tiger over, sauce. Tiger sauce goes great on seafood. Try that out. It's good. The original tiger sauce is an exotic, moderately spicy blend of ingredients in a Kanye, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, cayenne pepper base. Oh, okay, sure. With a touch of sweet and sour, it's a perfect. It's perfect on meats, seafood, and poultry. Delicious on Oof. sandwiches, in dips, and soups. I'm just gonna dip some in my ranch and then go get a spoon and just like drink a little bit of it. 
Just give me a little tiger float. I will say, I think I'm just a little prejudiced against the Spanish gardens, not to any fault of its own. Just I'm such a big fan of like mayonnaise and like other white creamy sauces, okay. but really just mayonnaise. Do you ever have mayonnaise on tacos? I don't know about tacos, but there is a type of hot dog called the Sonora dog. Mm. So good. You've heard of it? Where it's wrapped in bacon. Oh, yeah. And then there's like pico and mayonnaise and mustard on it. Oh, it's so good. in a steamed bun. It comes almost as close as the soft taco with beef and ranch here. This tiger sauce is good. And that would be really good on like shrimp or something. Did you try the tiger sauce on a taco? I did. It's nice. Dude, I love that stuff on chicken. It's so good. All right, I'm going to try, um, I'm just going to try this chicken soft Dive taco. In. I think I like the soft tacos of theirs a little better. I think I, I like the, that's my Yeah, vote. and I don't it mind. I vote. usually, I've kind of steered away from flower shells, but I mean, this flower shell is really good. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a corn shell. It has a good consistency a good to it where it's not like so thick that it overpowers the stuffing, <laughs> but it, um, it doesn't break either, even after it sits for a little bit. Mm. That's all yeah. the orange oil soak in. It's like a little blanket instead of a file folder. <laughs> I just have a spoon. Just fast forward, I have a spoonful of tiger sauce. It says try me. Yep. It's got it's a, a ti- registered trademark. Roaring tiger on it. <laughs> registered trademark, try me. The chicken's good. I think I like the beef better. I like the seasoning on the beef Ooh. better. Yeah, the seasoning. Ooh, on I like the, beef the tiger is good. sauce. Tiger sauce good, right? Ooh. It does have a little bit of that sour mm-hmm. like, kind of tanginess. All right, so here on the show, we do a scale of one to five golden tacos, five being the best. What would you give the tacos here at Spokes Cafe and Cyclery? I do like the experience of this place. It has a nice, like, very chill kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a bike, but <laughs> <laughs> it, makes not me, required. it makes me almost wish I did. And the tacos are good. I'd say, like, I don't know, probably like a four. Four out of four. five? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to land there too, four out of five. I don't think I would ever go lower than a 3.5 for any taco. Yeah, I'm going, I think I'm right there with you. Four out of five golden tacos. Four tacos at a bike shop? These were damn good. Yeah, they were. Especially when they're not even like a, when they're just like a once a week. Right. I guess that's why they're good. They have the whole week to, to prepare. Get them they have right. the whole week to get them right. Yeah. What do they serve the rest of the week? Sandwiches. It's not as fun. <laughs> More than that. but <laughs> Sandwiches, a.k.a. boring tacos. A.k.a. lame tacos. I, I love the two hands I love that they sometimes. offer you Spanish gardens and ranch. I love the ranch. Mm-hmm. So good. And tiger sauce mm-hmm. and all these other hot sauces you can get. Yeah, we got Red Hot. We got Frank's. We got Cholula. We, we got, got Tapatio. Valentino's. What's the Louisiana one? Louisiana hot sauce. It's the brand. Okay. Yeah, I'm going four out of five golden tacos. So we loved our tacos here. We did. But there are some people who have had some bad experiences here. This is the part of the show called Bad Reviews Read in a Funny Voice. Nice. (laughs) Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Amy, who do you have there? I have Deborah. Okay. I was very excited for Spokes to open next to our office building. Uh, the staff flocked there and unanimously thought the food, extra space here, and service were great. And then all we noticed, we could smell the residual grease all day long on our clothes. I can't go there, even to order for carryout. I could tell when the colleagues had eaten there, the folks smelled wafting behind them as they walked by in the office. I asked if they could upgrade the ventilation system. No, they can't. So very sorry. 
I want them to be successful. Posting this as evidence, they need to address the problem. Hope it can be fixed. Three stars. <laughs> evidence. I've been just watching true, too much True Blood, apparently. Have you it's ever been so angry at accents. a wafting smell before? <laughs> I think my favorite part of it is that she included that she can tell when her coworkers have eaten there. Because the smell wafts <laughs> off of them. <laughs> I don't, I don't, can't picture this place having a smell. Is it the smell from the bike repair? I have no idea what, what she's, she's talking about. about? Yeah, the smell of joy? Maybe she just... Smell of coffee? I don't smell any... I don't smell anything. I can't even smell our tacos. I don't smell anything either. Yeah, like there's like the little bit of taco smell, a little bit of the nice rubber tire smell. Maybe she's like superhuman and has just got come to now realize it. Yeah. She's a super sniffer. She still gave it three stars. So. She still gave it yeah. three stars. She it can't be that bad of a smell. <laughs> it must have tasted good and she must really yeah. appreciate that her coworkers are happy. She just really Sounds like she's like mad at her coworkers from leaving her out of the lunch. Mm, That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. She's like, I want to smell like spokes. Yeah, she does. <laughs> well, she realizes that if she smelled like that too, she wouldn't smell it anymore. Right. Should mm, be one of Like those. having pets. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> when you have that pet odor, you're like, oh, I've stopped. Oh. I stopped smelling this. Oh, I smell like my dog now. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right, Andrew, who do you got there? I have got Paige M. What does Paige have to say? Whoever makes coffee Saturday mornings needs to be taught how to make espresso drinks. <laughs> I've ordered two Americanos and both times have been horrendous. I want to return due to the convenient location, and I've heard the food is good, but I cannot pay over $4 for something completely burnt and undrinkable. One star. Oh, jeez. Wow. This is a super She really burn. needs her coffee, too, doesn't she? Yeah. Or they. I guess Paige could be a general neutral. Any name could be general neutral. Yeah. All we know about Paige is that they have a very deep voice. Yes, and very much <laughs> appreciate a good Americano. Yes. And not a spokes Americano. Makes me want to get an Americano now. See if it's burnt. <laughs> <laughs> get an Americano. Excuse me. And I've heard, and she said, I heard they've got good food. I mean, why doesn't she come down and try it? It's a convenient location. I mean, the tacos, come on Taco Tuesday, try the tacos. Yeah. She, she'd reverse her review. Paige, give them another shot. Yeah, Paige. Come on, Paige. Come on, Paige. The tacos weren't burnt. Nope. Tacos were deliciously exactly prepared. Exactly the right way. I agree. So, I mean... Any Not any parting part. thoughts on the tacos here at Spokes? I mean, I think these are some delicious tacos. If you were in the area on Taco Tuesday, everyone should stop by, right? Yeah, come again. It's yeah. now the one, apparently, the one business I will know by name in Quality Hill. So <laughs> I definitely recommend coming to Quality Hill. Anytime to somebody mentions Quality Hill, I'll be like, oh, right by Spokes? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, that area where Spokes is? That new coffee? And they're going to be like, what? And we're like, they yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the place with the ranch. Coffee yeah, front. great ranch. Got to try the ranch at Spokes. Got to try the ranch. Got to try the ranch at Spokes on the side. Beef taco. Ooh. I would oh, for careful. sure buy that ranch in a bottle here or at licensed retailers. Yeah, they should bottle yeah. that with the Spanish Garden stuff. Yeah. Put Spokes Ranch. Yeah. Like a half and half. Wouldn't that Spokes be fun <laughs> if they found a bottle that was like a half and half but with like taped together so you pour at the same time and then they mix? Like those peanut butter and jelly squeeze. Yes, like the peanut butter and jelly. Do you think it would be weird if you were a cyclist here and you left on the, like tonight they're all gearing up to go out on their ride? Uh-huh. Do you think it would be weird if you had one of those sports um, bottled water things filled with uh, Spokes Ranch and you started drinking it <laughs> as you were writing? Would that be... I would think that it'd be innovative. Seems like a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> 
on a hot day like today. Yeah, that might be bad. Well, yeah, is that so, why they call it Cool Ranch? Is because people are trying to like cool themselves down it's a bit. True. I think it's because you look cool when you're eating ranch, right? Mm, I agree. Or does it keep you? Yeah, does it? Keep no, you I think cool? it's cool. I yeah, think. I think it's because like if you're eating like something a little more spicy and then you put the ranch on it, it cools you down. There you go. Because of the mm, lactic acid. There you go. It's a very practical answer. I was just thought when I ate ranch, I looked cool. Like I looked like I was wearing sunglasses and a cool jean jacket. You just looked like you were yeah. wearing yeah, sunglasses. You really weren't actually wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it creates an optical illusion. You're just chilling at a bike store yeah. eating a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking. You gotta cool. give yourself like a ring on the little ten dollar ringer at some point. Oh yeah. Right? Ching, ching. A little bell. Ding, yeah. ding. Well, so yeah, if you're in the area, if you're in Quality Hill, stop on by Spokes on Taco Tuesday, one of the unheralded, unknown taco spots in the city until today on Taco the Town. We have unveiled these the review of these delicious tacos that are available for you, Kansas City, yeah. here at Spokes. We'll be right back after this break. Hey there, everybody. It's your old pal Bigfoot here, or Sasquatch if you prefer. You know, one question folks are always asking me is, Bigfoot, what's your favorite podcast? Well, besides Taco of the Town, (laughs) I love me some tacos. My favorite podcast has got to be the Bigfoot Collectors Club, hosted by Michael McMillan and Bryce Johnson. Every week, those funny fellas share stories of high strangeness and interview celebrity guests about their personal paranormal history. It's a real hoot. They talk about UFOs, ghosts, weird and wonderful encounters, and crypto creatures like yours truly. They even have a hotline where you can share your paranormal encounters and they might just play it on the show. 310-597-4803. If you're like me and you like yourself some strange and weird and wonderful stories filled with the unexplained, Bigfoot Collectors Club is your podcast. Take it from me, Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Just don't call me Skunk Ape. My mom hates it when people call me that. Bigfoot Collectors Club, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is the time of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, deep taco feelings. Gotta be vulnerable. Yeah, don't be afraid to bear your taco soul. Are you ready for Taco Topics? Yes. All right, let's do it. About to get controversial. Mm -hmm. Question number one out of 274. (laughs) What's the one thing you look for? In a taco. Orange oil. Tortilla. Got to have that orange oil Gotta and a good oil. tortilla. Because if it doesn't have a tortilla, then it's just not a, a pile of meat and vegetable. <laughs> then, then it's a it's sandwich. It's a salad. Yeah, or it's, it's a salad. <laughs> it's a sandwich. It's a plate of meat. I think that's the only essential. I mean. Hmm. It's got to be a good tortilla that doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell tacos? I Honestly, soft. do prefer soft. Yeah. Because typically, I'm less about eating tacos, and I'm more into burritos. Like, mm. If I'm at like, wait, 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 wait. Whoa. <laughs> is, it, is Whoa. that heretic? Are you heresy on the show? Wait, are you a treason, burrito actually. guy? Yeah, I like burritos. It's I taco do treason. like burritos. How did it take this long into the show for me to find <laughs> out you're a burrito guy posing as a taco guy to get on my show? Well, I did the one time I did talk about. A taco I've made. It was. It was a burrito. You're right. Actually, a burrito. Should have known. Oof. All right. I guess we'll I just have told to. You who I was. Um, a long we'll, we'll time just, ago. We'll just ignore you said we'll that. We'll just back but, out yeah. slowly. We'll bike yeah. out slowly. But that's why I like soft shell. <laughs> 
So would you say when you get a soft shell taco, you fold it in to look like a burrito just because you don't <laughs> like the shape? I do. Well, I do like to close up the ends because then it's just easier. So to you eat. turn all your soft tacos the- into burritos? <laughs> Theoretically, I don't want to miss yeah, out I guess on all the goods. I do. Yeah. Okay, gosh. <laughs> I don't. We're monsters. You yeah. do the same thing, Amy? I like to, you know, like if it can be all kept in there, then I like want it all in there. I don't want to have to work to eat my so tacos. So I have your, to go back to my plate. You didn't do that with these tonight, did you? Did you? I didn't see it. I didn't Maybe really. I, don't get as I tried Oh, you caught that fly did in your I? hand and then it flew out. That was good. That's right. You like, nice job. Uh, Thank you. Caught and released. Thank you. Okay, yeah, so I'm finding out that time. my guests are <laughs> burrito closet lovers. burrito people. <laughs> this episode wait, will be wait, lost wait. to the archives. I will, just to redeem the soft taco for a second <laughs> and call it not a burrito. I like the soft taco because I like the crunch from the tortilla chips. Like, give me the tortilla chips for the hard shell and then give me the actual oh, taco so you, soft okay. taco. Okay, I got gotcha. you. There's the a balance to everything. Textures. Yeah. Do you prefer hot, hot or mild salsa? Hot. Hot. So you wanted this salsa tonight to be a little bit spicier. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Andrew's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, cilant- no cilantro or pro cilantro? Pro. I'm anti cilantro. Oh, you you're are? one of the soap people. Yeah, I soap do people. think it tastes like soap. Oh gosh. Okay. Sort of like soap and sort of just like it's okay to be wrong. Grass in your taco. That you some people are just born for. with the soap. They're soap people. Yeah. It's okay. And some people are just wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're okay. not eating tacos, what's the one thing you're eating? Favorite restaurant in Kansas City or a favorite meal that you eat as much as I eat tacos, which is every day. I was going to say, I don't know. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Mayo? Just, just mayonnaise. spoonfuls of mayonnaise. For real? <laughs> I have That's cool. Yeah. I've seen it. Is it? Do you eat the peanut yes. butter and mayonnaise? Actually, no, I haven't before. Have you ever had that? Okay. Mm-mm. No, I do. Um, mayonnaise sandwiches? No, when I'm like, when I'm weightlifting a lot, it's like my given source, like choice for fat instead okay. of like avocado or something clean. I don't know why. Well, it's the same really principle as like it's so good. Rocky when he drinks the egg yolks. Yeah. Like yeah. it is doing that, yes, but it's just correct. a more. I am Rocky. It's just a way of eating those egg yolks that you prefer. What do you? Th- right. What are your thoughts on mayo chup, mayo ketchup? They now serve it. No. No. Just give me that mayo straight. I don't. I'm not a big ketchup person because I don't like the sugar in the sauce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mayonnaise and vinegar. We're like Andrew. Oh, I sorry. forgot what fish. the question was. A good. You eat fish. a lot of fish. Like a oh, good what do salmon. I eat? Come on. So good. It's like the number one thing I'll go to the grocery store and continue to buy, especially from uh, Aldi's. They're good? So good. They're great fish, great price. Well, you All these. <laughs> <laughs> They're now a sponsor. <laughs> They're now a sponsor. brought to you by Amy. <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about Aldi's. I love it. It's so good. Um, it everything what you need. do I eat a lot of? I don't... I kind of vary things up a lot. I like to make a lot of, like, comfort food type mm-hmm. things. I make um, Dorawat, which is like an African chicken... Uh, dish, which I know you can get at Blue Nile Cafe. I like the food over there. That's just down the street. That's probably one of my favorite. That's like my favorite thing to make. So I would say that's like my favorite food, at least for now. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's lots of different places and lots of different like kinds. Like you can get kind of more simple tacos you can go places and get all kinds of wild and crazy tacos you can go down to kck and get some of the best like simple just true delicious taqueria tacos is there another taco town you've lived in that that you 
would like to see or that you feel had a comparable taco scene that had a really great taco scene somewhere you visited or lived? I mean, anywhere I've been in California has really good tacos. They do. They really do. Yeah. Although being in a bike shack and eating a taco does feel very Portland. I don't totally. know if I would call this a shack. Though. It's not a shack. It's a beautiful no, bike shop. 100% yeah. not a shack. <laughs> It, I feel like, like a, a Portland one would be a little dirtier. Be a little right? dirtier. Or yeah. it would like be intentionally look a little dirtier. Yeah, they'd have like, yeah, funky, funkier yeah. stuff on the walls. Well, the one and, in yeah. Portland would have been started like it in been vegan. the 60s by yeah. some old hippie guy. Who also, a strip club it. is in there somewhere. Right in the back. There's a pole. And a, like, <laughs> a weed dispensary. Yeah. And taco store and bike shop. No, There's a pole and they're like double the tacos is yeah. their slogan. Is there something taco-wise you think Kansas City could uh, step its game up with? Or do you think it's doing pretty good? I, mean, I think it's doing pretty good. I don't have any specific requests. Mm-hmm. But like... I think we need to bring the Taco Beast in. I think we need to sponsor <laughs> the Taco Beast we could have, in here. They could have legitimately done well this winter. They could they have just set up so a, well. like, so uh, union, union Station on the hill under the Liberty yeah. Memorial, just the Taco Beast. Or anywhere where there was a pothole and somebody got both their tires <laughs> blown out on one side. You wouldn't it, even have to wait for them to pile the streets. You just like you just have a taco. Man, that's a gr- maybe. Someone in Kansas City should build a taco beast for next winter. If it's going to be, if I we're mean, just going to be if stuck. global warming keeps going, yeah. and it day after tomorrow's us. Now we have a plan. <laughs> there's just wolves everywhere randomly. There's now Arctic wolves everywhere no, and a taco beast. No, I'm yeah, thinking I mean, of wolves attacking the taco beast. They will. <laughs> it can defend itself. <laughs> They get up every morning, him and Sean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you ever had a time in your life when you had to turn down tacos? When I was what? too full of tacos. Yeah. Just too full. I, this, again, another California story. I was My sister lives in uh, L.A., and she had an upstairs roommate who's turning 40, and he ordered like 100 tacos, and they came in those big silver trays. From where? I can't remember. Like a chain? They were or so good, though. You could get 100 tacos? They were so good. It was this big party, and I remember at some point I was at a state in which I needed to get food into my body, and so I went into her room, and I, like, locked the door with one of the trays and just ate tacos <laughs> for a while. They didn't know you were in there eating the tacos? She might. They know How many did you? Probably not. I'm pretty sneaky. How many did you finish? A trace. Okay. I was pretty cool. hungry. And then at a certain point, I had to turn them down for myself. With like, no more tacos. Wow. I had had enough You'd in the dark 10, alone maybe? on her bed. What? Ten tacos? Sure. Ten. Okay. That modest of a number. Yes. <laughs> Only ten. That sounds like a great party. It was a really good food. It was a really good taco. I think that was the other part of it is I was like, oh, this is so, it was such a rewarding flavor selection. <laughs> Have you ever turned down tacos, Andrew? I can't think of a time. I feel like I would remember such a an event. Have you ever turned down burritos? Definitely. I've never <laughs> turned down a burrito. Even though burritos are so big. I guess you could technically say I have turned down tacos in favor of getting burritos. Multiple, multiple. Ooh. I've never heard such a disgusting sentence Ooh. ever mentioned on this show before. We will not talk of this ever again. Okay. Do you have any taco <laughs> no-nos or taco phobias? Something that will turn you off from eating tacos, like an ingredient or something about the taco that just doesn't look right. I got food poisoning from a pork belly taco once. It was on, it was like on location. It was this little food truck on a winery where I was performing and 
Oh, no. I ate it, and then the next day I was so sick, like, the whole day, and it was before our closing show, and I had to, like, sit backstage with sleeping bags around me because I had food poisoning during oh. the show. Oh. So I can't, I can't do pork belly anymore. That's sad. That's it's really sad. That is some good meat or fat. Yeah. I don't think there's any ingredient I would turn down. I really want to try the... I can't remember the word for it, but when it's like the fried grasshoppers that they put in them. What? Oh, yeah. I really want to try that. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. I guess there's a place in Mexico that serves tarantula tacos. Yeah. I've, I, saw I guess it's illegal, though. You can't really eat it, but they had it on the menu. So, so it's hard. not illegal in Mexico. There's parts of Mexico where that's like... Yeah. You can serve tarantula? Yeah. What? Like local so you'd have that? You'd eat that? I think I would try I it. Know. I don't know if I would eat... If it still looked like a tarantula, it would be harder. If it was still furry, maybe? I would <laughs> yeah, like I would want it yeah. to be skinned at least. Yeah. You want it to be skinned? Yeah. Is that what we call like it? Like a little De-haired? tarantula pelt. Can you just imagine sitting there with like little, <laughs> like... Yeah, do you have to pluck it like a chicken pluckers? or do you skin it like a rabbit? <laughs> Ooh, Good the question, question of the day. This is a speed round. I want to okay. know, these are, these are taco types. Okay. Uh, these are yay or nay questions. Just tell me yay or nay. Let's see if you guys can break the record of five seconds. Here we go. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Yay. yay. Taco salad. Yay. yay. Taco burgers. Yay. yay. Taco dogs. Yay. yay. <laughs> Taquitos. Yay. Oh, yay. Walking tacos. Yay. yay. Don't know what it is, but yay. It's like a I'll, Doritos I'll bag it. filled with... Um, oh, yeah. What? Yes. Yeah. Nay, I don't like Doritos. Okay. <gasps> First nay, we got a first nay here. Miniature tiny tacos. Yay. Choco tacos. Yay. Yay. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried chicken breast. A naked chicken chalupa. Yeah. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg. Yay. A breakfast taco. Mm -hmm. Tacos served with French fries and nacho cheese. Nacho fries. Yay. Yay. My gosh, you guys did great. You were all yays except for the single the walking Singlet taco. Nay. That just has to do with the Doritos, not the taco. Taco, I still love it's you. It's not even really a taco. It's a bag full it's of, yeah, <laughs> so. of meat with <laughs> chips. You guys are great. You almost had the perfect score on the taco uh, oh. taco uh, speed round. That was great. Okay, so uh, one more question. When you're driving on your way to get tacos, or Andrew, in your case, a burrito, <laughs> what song are you listening to in your car that really gets you fired up? What's your favorite song to listen to when you're on your way to get tacos i'm just gonna say american idiot <laughs> great this is the first song that came to my mind i'm gonna listen to it on the way home from getting tacos now the first time i ever started doing like cam counseling stuff did you guys ever have sing the taco song huh you know the taco song How's it's it a call and repeat song it goes mm, oh no it starts with burrito but it goes mm, yeah burrito yeah Burrito, burrito, yeah. Taco Bell, cinnamon twist. Taco, Taco Bell, cinnamon twist. Uh, I don't remember. Oh no. <laughs> you were, <laughs> I yeah, I remember you talking about this oh, before. Oh, that's. I started in the middle. It is a burrito song. <laughs> okay, we don't. Oh, we, we don't need to. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> we lost I like train. the Taco Bell it cinnamon like, hey, twist burrito, part. Hey, 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 burrito. Mm, yeah, burrito. Yeah. Mm, yeah, burrito. Yeah. Taco Bell cinnamon twist. Taco Bell cinnamon twist. And then you sing it louder and quieter. Oh. But I, it just, I got it all messed up. So let's call that I don't listen to songs. I just <laughs> right. wait in silence to eat a taco. I like that. That was a and good then the song. song plays in my mind. They didn't sing that song to Choir me as a child. That's good. All right. This is the time of the show called Taco to Me. Taco to me, like lovers do. 
Do you have a taco-related question you'd like to ask me? What is your scariest taco-related reality? <sighs> Probably that I could never eat tacos again. <laughs> if I had some kind of... Uh, that would be super weird if disease just all of a sudden yeah. tacos were gone. Or yeah, if they stopped making them. There's that movie that's coming out where what if everybody forgot that the Beatles ever existed? Right. Except for this one guy. What if it was the opposite situation with tacos where what everybody if- forgot what tacos were except... For you, and it was your job to. Well, that sounds bring like a dream. To, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm doing with the like show. That's who you would be. Yeah. You would be that one dude. It, it, I'm trying I, to convince I, the world. You, you had me scared there for a second. So I, I thought you were going to say, "What if you uh, something happened and you woke up and tacos didn't exist?" Yeah, or you weren't. You didn't know about tacos, and everyone else did, and nobody told you about tacos. I feel like somebody would have to remember. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just seems implausible. Definitely. I would love to tell everyone about I would I would lie and say I invented the taco, yeah. kind of like the, the guy does in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then Make a pretty... you, could, you would have to imagine burritos would get forgotten about, too. And you could just leave it that way. Yeah. I would just say, oh, guys, there's no such thing as a burrito. That's a soft taco. And do not fold it up <laughs> to look like a burrito. Do not make an extra big soft taco and just fold it. That yeah. is blasphemy. And I would be fine with it because I wouldn't know any better. If you were to like christen somebody with one part of the taco, what would you like christen them? Like if it was Instead a scepter? Like, a crack- like, like welcoming yeah. them into like a taco No, I mean like religion? baptizing. Why am oh. I going down this road? I know so little about this. <laughs> you, talk, you relate tacos would and religion Spanish a lot. I, I am. Oh, I, I would, um, you know what? This is a great question. I, I would use... Um, kind of similar to ranch i would use the chipotle mayo and put them put that in a bathtub and he, then he have hit me with mayonnaise <laughs> you like chipotle mayo any mayonnaise. okay yeah. i would i would baptize them in a chipotle mayo sauce yeah and say welcome to the taco world welcome to the taco universe or do you or, like ash wednesday where they like do the i would and then i'd yeah. i'd go boop and put a little in their mouth and then they'd lick it <laughs> Or, the sound no- <laughs> or I'd boop him on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this a, to a child, a baby? A uh, gosh, I human? don't know. Uh, so what am I doing again? I'm, I'm walking <laughs> them into a taco religion. Them. I guess. Yes. Or, in this, in okay. this situation, it in could be your taco. Yeah. I mean, that would be open right, to anyone. Where you are now following Andrew's logic. Oh, following like, tacos his are gone. idea. You, okay. You told everybody tacos are real. And yeah. I would. Yeah. Just anybody and everybody and children would be welcomed in. Yeah. But they'd have to love and respect tacos. I wouldn't have any burrito people in this religion because burritos do not exist. Like you guys did to me, you welcomed, you, you, <laughs> you signed up for this burritos. podcast saying you were taco people. And then I find out you are burrito people and I'm still dealing with that right now in live living person. But I think it was a good show overall. I think we, very you guys were very knowledgeable about tacos, even being burrito people. So and we knew possum trot. Yeah. yeah. You knew possum trot. Yeah. So let's talk about your show gulp. Where can people get tickets? Tell, tell us some more about the show and uh, when it's showing, what, what dates and where at and all the good stuff. Uh, well, the showing dates, uh, we had our first weekend this past weekend, and then we'll be back. We're coming back tomorrow, tomorrow Wednesday, May 15th, 15th through Sunday, the 19th. Okay, yes. cool. And it's 730 every night except for Sunday. It's at two and it's pay what you will every night. Thanks to like a really generous donation from Arts KC. Cool. Yeah. So. So you can come for a penny. You can come for. 
$1,200 and which then give the rest great. of it to Mission yeah. Taco, which yeah. is right down the street. Yeah. So, you could pay in tacos if you wanted to. <laughs> you could. Andrew and I man the door, so we would accept it. So also bring a burrito instead. <laughs> You'll get a better seat. Or money. What's the what's the next show? We are going to be doing a podcast series, and we were going to be doing like a series recording? of Shakespeare. No, actually, like a ninety minute sections of Shakespeare. I teach it a lot in schools, and I've found that like for a lot of educators, they don't have something to supplement the reading with, and Shakespeare's not meant to be read. However, we are actually looking into some different classics because we realized our whole first season was a bunch of white dudes. We were including like, including oh. me, including Andrew. Which I hooray, we got to algorithm. we you do. And so we were like, all right, Andrew gets to hold down the fort for the rest of the season. <laughs> we got our white dude playwright and I let's move on from here. all white men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're ever uh, looking it's for any play. other shows, I have a musical I wrote called The Cry of the Sasquatch. It's about a, it's a Sasquatch musical. Send her over. And I, would you think about maybe putting yeah, that on? Yeah, send it. Hell yeah. Okay. Send it over. All right. This cool. is not a joke. This is, is it hey, from the perspective of... You had a really good white van idea, uh, too. Sasquatch or... Like, Sasquatch is the main character, but there's also a monkey specialist from Russia that falls in love with the Sasquatch. And then there's also a hunter whose father was killed by a Sasquatch when he was a boy. Drama. But there's a lot of drama in it. Mm-hmm. There's drama. There's, there's intrigue. There's, there's love. There's love. There's violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, Does that mean there's a, dr- a drink-off? I could write that in where the Sasquatch goes to a local pub and starts having a drink off with the locals. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, It's got everything we need. I'd love to have the omnivores put this show on. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for being on the show and thanks for talking tacos with me. Hell yeah. No problem. Thank you. Thank you. And I guess um, these bikes, I mean, you guys just want to get on one of these bikes and ride off. Are these free with the show? Let's do it. I'm going to say I am because it's a audio medium and nobody can tell if I do or not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Yes. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen, executive producer Chris Garibaldi. Thanks to everyone here at Spokes for having us out here on Taco Night. And thanks to the band Sun Eaters, who wrote all the music you hear here on Taco the Town. Their catalog is available on lotuspool.com. And until next time, go, go eat, eat some, some tacos! tacos.